0: what does self-care mean to you for me self-care encompasses well for lack of a better word rituals you see human beings are habitual creatures natural philosophy describes our souls as an integral part of the form, um, a form which is present in all biological life. Plants, animals, humans, we are all part of the carbon cycle which means that we comprise of dust or dirt, it really means the same thing, and that we ought to return to it through the process of decay. According to Thomas Aquinas, the theologian philosopher and Church Father, the soul cannot be without the body, but it is also more than the body. It has a spiritual component to it, known as the intellect and the will. He infers that because when we die, our soul still exists without the body. I know all that can be a little hard to digest for us frezzy-head girlies, but believe me, that's also essential for our discussion today. You see, I was formerly painfully obsessed with the way my hair looked. Too flat, too thin, too bushy, too... I never ran out of adjectives, mostly derogatory. I was most annoyed with how my hair wouldn't obey. So my idea of self-care For instance was really caring for my disobedient hair um, and that was to obsess about it in the mirror and if you are as disciplined as i am well that would mean near constant checking i was caring a lot about myself until the day came when i was too tired I was so tired that even though I had worked all day and night as a junior house officer, it was what they called us because guess what? We were always in the house. We never left the hospital. I was so tired from not sleeping and working for 36 hours straight that I was still not too tired to worry about my messy hair. That was when I got really worried. Self-care was exhausting, too. At least my version of self-care then, well, one may as well call it an obsession. My hair ritual was not healthy. Then one day, I learned about the art of letting go. Well, not really letting go completely, for one could scarcely imagine, God forbid, uncontrollable unruly rebellious so actually my revelation was from what my fencing coach said he said that the way you hold your epée. why of course I know how to hold my epée. I have been fencing for over a decade that's not the point sometimes when you are the expert and in my case I was the expert at preening that's when you are allowed, finally, to let go, just a little, just enough. You see, the beginners, the novices, they grip onto their weapon until their knuckles are white. It's necessary, otherwise the weapon may just fall with a beat from their opponent. But once you've got some experience, and in my case, it was quite a bit, sometimes the stress got too much, and the tightness would in fact greatly hinder your muscles to the extent that it affects your control. The same thing with hair, I found. The more you try to control it, the harder it gets, sometimes.